Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Well, good morning, everybody, and you are listening to Sports Radio 1250 on the AM dial and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Your hosts, as usual, are Danny Bush on my left, and I'm Tommy the True Neubauer. Greg Janik is on the boards. He'll be taking your phone calls today. And if you have anything that you want to ask us or comment about, 414-799-1250 is the phone number. We come to you live and unrehearsed every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. with the two hours of power here on uh, 105.7 FM, The Fan. Good morning, Danny. Morning, guys. Hey, we got a a couple of emails to get to, but I got to tell you something about last week. Last week, uh, you brought up that new tick disease or the disease that ticks have, and something that could be really fatal. It's yeah. worse than Lyme's disease. Yeah, it's a word you can't spell or, it, it, or I, I wrote it pronounce. Down. I wrote it down. It's called, it's, uh, well, the abbreviation, they just call it POW, but it's Powassan. It's a Powassan disease. And, and I had thought that it started in the Northeast and was coming our way, but actually, you were right. It started here in the Midwest. Minnesota has had 20 cases, New York 16, Wisconsin 15 cases, uh, and it's something that can actually kill you, unlike Lyme's disease makes you sick, and they sometimes think it's uh, tick fever or no, right. um, Rocky Mountain fever, something like that, but uh, this uh, Powassan, P-O-W for short, is uh, can be very serious. Some people have died of it, so... That's another reason why we have to be wow. careful of those ticks. Powassan. Powassan. You sure you got that pronunciation <laughs> right on that? <laughs> How's it spelled? Here, here. I'm going to give this to you. Here. Wait a minute. Oh. You don't want to go to the doctor and see. I think I got Powassan. <laughs> yeah, he'll probably hear. Huh? Look, look at that one. Powassan? Does that look like Powassan? Well, P-O-W-A-S-S-A. Is that a U or an N? N at the end. An N. Powassan? Uh, I don't know, but it's something like that. Sounds like a Native American tribe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Went to the Powassan Casino. How's um, it spelled? P-O-W-A-S-S-A-N. Yeah. Check that yeah. Our research editor yeah. back there. Yeah, our crack. Uh, we got a, you know, Danny, we got people. Yeah, we got one. We got Greg. (laughs) We got people. (laughs) Greg's worth three right there. He's a one-man band. So did they mention what 
doesn't matter what kind of tick that that carries the it. the regular deer ticks. Deer ticks, it, it, and they can they can carry the Lyme disease, and now this one too, you know. So so there's twenty some cases, yeah. and I guess other than knowing that we can you know die from it, um, is it what do they suggest? Any suggestions that they have in not, the article? Not that other I than not that I I just, didn't probably read it all, but but basically what we were talking about is. Keeping Protection. ticks off you, yeah. You ready for it? Yeah. Yep. Powassan. Powassan? Powassan. She sounds kind of cute. I kind of <laughs> like her accent. Powassan. Oh, that's Pawasan. a computer. Powassan. Powassan. You said Powassan. Powassan. So, so you are not accenting the correct syllables, Tom. Correct. I am not putting Pawasan. the emphasis on the right ones. Yes. Powassan. 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 Okay. Kind of like the difference between Green Bay and Green Bay. Yes. Yeah. Okay, we got a couple of emails, Annie. Uh, Andy, uh, listen to me, Annie. Danny. Just changed my uh, name to Annie. No. I'm, I'm getting in touch with my more feminine side. I, <laughs> this, is, this one Only comes on Fridays. Yeah, this one comes from <laughs> Ralph. Ralph says, uh, he asked the question, is the boat launch at the Old Smokies Bait Shop on the east end of Pewaukee Lake still available to launch? Yes, Ralph, it is. It's if you can find a parking spot. But yes, it is. Can I elaborate on that? Oh, I wish you would. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> yes, indeed, it is open. So summer is truly here, my friends, because I come pulling into the parking lot there last night about 5 o'clock. Which after... your your parking lot shares the old Smokey's East parking lot. Basically. Yeah. It's the same one. Yeah. So I'm pulling in and some gentleman in a truck and boat had just pulled in and he says uh i got out and uh he goes hey you mind backing my boat and trailer in for me i'm not so good at this <laughs> and the boat is boat and motor are older than we are tom oh no and uh so I said to him, well, if you drive around the building right. instead of trying to back in from this side, he goes, oh, yeah. okay. So he drove around. And I thought to myself, well, I was going to go sit on the bench back there and have a cold, great mm -hmm. knee high and look at, the, look at the lake and, you know, diffuse after a long week. I thought, you know, I will help. So go to help him. First thing I said, do you have the plug in? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, got to go get the plug. So oh, okay. <laughs> puts the plug in. Right. And then there's another guy, a couple guys that I know, yeah. and they were waiting to put their boat in behind them. So they kind of came to help out. Well, then we, then I said, uh, you got to take the straps off. So put the straps off. I said, have you got the key? Yep, got the key. So uh, the one guy that I know says, told, said to, to him, uh, did you fire that thing up to make sure it runs before you drop her in the water? Oh, yeah, she runs like a top. Okay, so anyway, I back, I go to back it in, and this other guy I know goes to help unhook it for the guy, and he can't find, he can't find the release to yeah. release the winch. Yeah, yeah. It only seems to go forward. So I climb out there. I'm looking, I'm looking. The, the thing was on the inside. I don't know if you've ever seen this. On the, in, in, on the inside of the wheel... I don't know if that's what you call it. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's where the thing was to release, where you could, you know. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah, it was old. No, it I was... So then we did found that. Then the clamp, 
the, the, the little clamp, you know, that snaps onto the nose of the boat. Yeah. That was almost impossible to take off. Finally, okay. we got the boat in the water. And starts the boat up and dies. Uh-oh. Now, boat's drifting towards the launch as the other boat's trying to launch. So now his motor's kind of wedged on the rocks. And uh, I said, don't restart your motor or anything because it's going to... And how come I could foresee all this happening as soon as I pulled in the parking lot and I was asked, can you help me back this boat up? It's all just all too classic. Boat motor dies. Sometimes they don't even start. You see the Mm -hmm. people out there with the cover off Mm -hmm. trying to start it for hours. And sitting right at the launch, too, you know. So (laughs) finally, uh, he managed, I said, have you got a pole that you can push yourself out of the way? So the guy kind of pulled himself out a little bit, and then he kind of got himself out, and he he finally got it started and takes off. It wasn't five minutes later that, or maybe 15, here I see a ranger coming across the east end with a rope and a boat in tow. No So he's towing him, him back. Next, the one guy that I know launched his boat and they took off. Then the third boat comes, goes to start, doesn't start. You got a perfect guy goes. You got a perfect spot hey, for watching all of this. Have you got a jumper? <laughs> you got one of those jumper things. So now I'm going to ask Louis. Hey, you got that oh, one oh, jumper okay. thing? Um, so then that boat stalled as the other one pulls it in. So now we got two stalled boats out on the pier, and I'm thinking, "Yep, summer has truly started." How <sighs> come you can just? See, so then the one guy who got towed back in, he didn't have a rope or anything, to, so I had to get a rope and, and put it around the front of his boat. Or he did finally find a rope, and I had to put it and help back. I backed mm-hmm. in for him, and I and the guy who and the ranger who towed him in got him back on his trailer and on his way. And I felt sorry. I wanted to help him because he had his mom with him. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking he's taking his mom for Mother's Day boat ride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, John... Our, 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 you know, our good brother, John Lehman, is no longer with us. John had gotten to a point where he said, don't even get involved. Yeah, don't even get involved. Don't even get involved anymore, you know, because what if all of a sudden something gets wrecked or, or, or whatever? Look what happened to Mark Krumpetich when he was trying to help a guy at Smokey's Musky Shop launch, and and the, the winch flew around and, and broke a bunch of bones in the back of his hand. Right. He was helping a guy out, and he ends up with a broken hand, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, sometimes. But, you know, you got a perfect spot where you sit and drink your grape knee-high, just relaxing. You watch until it. You I can get see call- all that stuff. Until I get called into duty. You got to pretend like you can't hear people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, well, I already got the dark sunglasses, but I'm going to get a cane. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to look like I'm a handicapped person who can't hear or see, and I'm just sitting there drinking my grape knee-high. So when they call me for help. But, you know, I I feel obligated to try and help people. I know. I I always do, too. You know, know, I I mean, mean, I'm not going to be walking in the water for people, you know, or something like that. But, yes, yeah, we and there was And there was the, this is the other thing that happens at the boat landing all the time. Couple. Husband, wife, I bet you know what it is. She couldn't back it up. Husband yelling at the wife as she's trying to back it in. Yeah. (laughs) That summer is truly here. Oh, it is. You got somebody on the line there, Greg? We do. We have Charlie from Jackson that wants you to repeat your gut report from last week. 
What? Charlie, are you on the le- uh, Oh, is he on the line? Yeah. yeah. Hello, hey. Charlie. How you doing? Say, I, I missed your gut report from last week. It was some fishing uh, a recipe that you had for, for making fish. I, I don't I know. I got 10 bucks. Says, I, Greg, I, I got 10 bucks. <laughs> says Tom doesn't even remember it. I don't remember what I did last week. Uh, I heard it was something with a, like a 50-50 recipe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Here you good. go. You it, jarred them. Okay, it's real simple. Real jarred simple. the memory. Yeah, got yes. the wheels moving. Okay. Uh, what kind of fish coating do you like to put on your fish? Any store-bought kind. Do you have one? Well, I, I use uh, 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 Golden Dip. Okay, uh, golden dip. That's just, okay. That's like a cracker meal or a fry crisp, something like that. Right, right. Okay, well, if you like something like shore lunch, or I happen to like this thing called legendary Northwoods. Okay, if you buy that and then go fifty-fifty, half of the shore lunch or half of the legendary Northwoods and half cracker meal. Cracker uh, meal. Yeah, yeah, and you go half and half with that. So first, dip your fish into the egg and milk wash. And then dip it into that mixture, and then fry it. Okay. With your egg and uh, uh, wash, is do you, is that just the whites, or is it the whole egg? Oh, the whole egg with a little milk. Okay. Yeah. And dip okay. it in that first, and then, uh, and if you like a little bit more coating on it, dip it in the flour first. You know, dredge it in a little flour, then dip it in the 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 liquid, and then dip it in the the cracker meal and half of legendary Northwoods or shore lunch or whatever you like. Perfect. All right. Excellent. Appreciate it. Hey, good show, guys. Hey, by the way, just to let you know, do you have a computer? Yes. Okay, you can always podcast us. If you miss something that me and Danny were talking about, you can go on 1057fmthefan.com. Go to 1057fmthefan.com. You can click on Shows and then click on Cutting Edge Outdoors, and that will give you bring you to a link where you can listen to the podcast from last week, or you can go to... Fan on demand, which is also on the menu button uh, on the website, and once you go on demand, you can go to the Cutting Edge Outdoors link, and it will load you up with not only last week's episode but episodes that go all the way back to really. Yep, for 2016. Whenever. Okay, I didn't know that. Oh yeah. So is that is that good info? Then you can just go on the computer and and wow, uh, excellent. Listen, excellent, l- listen to it there, and it'll it'll ask you, do you want to listen to the first hour, second hour, <laughs> you know. All right? All right. All right, guys. Okay. All right, take care. Okay, Thanks for calling. Again. Okay, yep. bye now. Bye. Yeah, we got to go to a break right now. But you know what? I've, I've got a boat launch story, too. But if any of our listeners have a boat launch story that was kind of humorous, <laughs> where you got involved when maybe you shouldn't have, give us a call at 799-1250. We'd love to hear it. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Coming to you live from the Bait Mate Fish Attractant Studios. Thanks for listening this morning. If you're not on your way to launch your boat, you can give a call, <laughs> call and give us a story about boat launching. And I believe we have one on hold, Greg. We do. We have JS from Milwaukee. Hey, good morning, JS. Yeah. Uh, one time, me and my friend, we were at Beulah. 
and there was a nice line going all the way up the hill, right? Yeah. And we were like the third rig ready to be watched. Well, there was two in front of us, and there was one boat trailer that was in the lane, and they were having trouble. And there was another trailer that was ready to be pulled out. It was an older gentleman in an LPD. He had an old fiberglass boat, and he had rear-wheel drive. And the, the ramp was all mossy and slick, and he was trying to leave. But oh. he couldn't because his rear wheels were, were sliding yeah. down the ramp, and he kept just going sideways, and he couldn't go out at all. Okay. So we start looking at the guy, and he's starting to breathe heavy. We think, uh-oh, this, this might not be good. He might have a heart so my attack. Friend, <laughs> my friend unhooks his trailer, we whip the truck out, and we pull the guy out with some chains, and the guy is like, he's not feeling too good. We told him, he wanted to give us some money. And we said, nah, don't even bother. Just go up to the top of the hill and relax. Right. And then the people that were waiting the, the boat launch, we whipped our uh, truck back on the trailer, and they let us skip two people ahead so we could launch. Boy, it's good. Wow. That, it's good that you helped them out. Yeah, yeah. So you said the guy looked like he was having a heart oh, attack or something. I think JS hung oh, up. We lost him. Yeah, he hung up. Yeah. That could be me. <laughs> I just wanted to know if the guy survived or not. Yeah. Sounded like he wasn't yeah. looking too good. Well, one time uh, I was I was up at it was up in northern Wisconsin, and and there was a tournament going on. Or and after everybody took off, there were these people, you know, launching and right. you know, fishing and that. Well, anyway, these this one woman, uh, her husband was in the boat. They came back before the tournament was over. I wasn't in it. I was just happened to be up there. Anyway, and uh, she's ha- you know she's trying to back up this truck, but the engine keeps dying, and you could see it bouncing like, and. She's looking at me, and I'm, oh, God, she's looking at me, so she expects me to say something or do something. So I said, ma'am, you having a problem? And she says, yeah. She says, uh, my my husband got this damn stick shift, and it keeps dying on me when I go into reverse. I guess she didn't know how to work the clutch right, right in the gas. Right. She said, can you help us? I said, sure. So I backed the trailer in, and he had a nice drive-on trailer. I backed it in to the point where it should be, and I, you know, turn it off, put it in park, do the, I mean, do the you know what you got to do anyway. And I tell the guy, okay, come on, drive it up. I'm standing back there by the winch post. And I said, come on. No, no. He says, you got to back it in further. You got to back it. No, no. I said, just drive it up here. And it's, I know this guy has never done this before. So he comes up about halfway. I said, come on, give it some gas. You know, give it some gas. So he's really tentative about it. And he gives right. it gas, comes up to the front. I hook it on. I said, stay right there. Don't move. I get in the truck, pull him out. And his wife is looking. She says, you mean all all you got to do is just back it in and he can just drive it up and you drive him out? And I said, yeah. She looks at her husband, starts pointing him in, and she says, you son of a gun. And I'm not using the language she used. I'm right. cleaning it up. She says, you son of a gun. I've been cranking your fat rear end up this trailer all these years, and all you had to do was drive it on? Oh, is she giving him heck. The guy kind of looked at me like, thanks a lot, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I got one guy in trouble, but, you know. Well, the biggest mistake <laughs> the biggest mistake I see people doing is uh, backing the trailer in too far. Yeah, exactly. That's You're, you're right. And that's number one, and, too far in the water. And, and yesterday when I had to back in to help this guy pull the stalled boat out, as I'm trying to back the trailer up, the boat's on the pier. Well, he kept, I, I don't even have the trailer in the water, and he's pulling the boat up to the back of the trailer. And I'm like, get the boat yeah, back, yeah. get the boat back. And he kept wanting to pull it up like, you know, like yeah. they want to pull it on by hand. Yeah. And finally, I was able to get just the back end in and and uh, 
the, like I said, the guy in the Ranger, you know, there's a nice guy. He's musky fishing mm-hmm. by himself. He took the time to tow these guys back in. And most people, when you tow someone back in, you're like, okay, see you there later. You go. You've done yeah. your yeah. good deed for the right. day. Right. You're on your way to heaven. Uh, he stopped by the pier mm-hmm. and actually he, he and I, between the two of us, he went out and kind of guided the boat on. It's one of those old roller trailers, Tom, mm-hmm. where like it's an, such an old trailer that you have to get the, the boat exactly centered on those yeah. rollers. Yeah. Otherwise forget it. Cause first the guy before the Ranger guy helped first, the guy pulled the boat on. He goes, how's that? Is that good? Wasn't even on the rollers. It was off to the side. <laughs> It was kind of uh, fun. hey, it's kind of funny when the guy yeah, was yeah, launching yeah. when we were first helping him, you know, when yeah. it took us 40 minutes just to get him in the water and figure out, you know, where that little release was mm-hmm. on uh, on the uh uh the, the mother standing there patiently on the pier and she says, "I hope you know what you're doing." <laughs> and I'm to think, her son or to I, you? To her son. Oh, okay. And I'm thinking <laughs> Uh, it's looking kind of yeah. obvious here yeah. that you don't know what yeah, he's doing, right? But nice guy, do, and I was do, glad to help him do out. Do you remember last can... fall over at Smokey's uh, Musky Bait and Tackle Shop at the launch when the boat was literally on the pavement of the launch? Do you remember that one last? I year? didn't see that, but yeah, I saw somebody the... dropped one off a roller ta- trailer right yeah, onto they, the parking lot. I don't know if they didn't hook it up onto the winch or whatever, and then when they pulled it out, it fell. <laughs> And they couldn't get it back on. For, or no, uh, the trailer broke. That was it. Something with the trailer broke. And the boat was literally out of the water on the launch ramp. Just just sitting there. Oh, yeah. And then they had to come back the next day and with a fixed trailer. And then, I don't know, must have had taken a dozen guys to help get that baby back on. Yeah, yeah some boats it would be. All but oh. impossible. Yeah. Uh, but here is the uh, Pewaukee Lake report. In between helping people yeah. pull their boats out, pull them in, back vehicles in, I looked in the water, Tom. Yeah. And guess what I saw? A bass or a muskie? I saw no muskies. No. But the panfish are starting to come oh. in. Oh. Uh, there were some decent size um, uh, pumpkin seeds cruising around yeah. out there. Yeah. So I got the old mini mite yeah. under a bobber, which was yeah. still rigged from a, years ag- a year ago when kids yeah. were fishing, and I thought, I'm just going to throw a mini mite out. And I proceeded to get some. They were hand size, so I'm guessing oh. maybe six inches. Maybe but they seven. Were, but they were fat. Yeah. They were fat bluegills, and they were slamming the, the mini mite. Yeah. And then I threw the bobber out, and all of a sudden there was like a big surface eruption. Yeah. And I had a bass on. Oh, yeah. So I caught a couple bass on the mini mite. So there's bass and panfish starting to come into the shed. Now, it was, the bright sun was shining. Right. I mean, right. I'm sure it was a warming area. So I would say on area lakes, if it's sunny today and these next couple days, I'm thinking that if it's happening right by my shoreline, yeah. there's got to be areas on area lakes where they're, they're they got to be moving in. They're moving in, yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. That's Hey, I'll tell you. Now is the time, boy. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to take full advantage of that tomorrow. And and that mini mite, let me tell you, that is a great, it catches everything. It seems like it. It's is. crazy. It's funny how like a big bass will grab that little bitty thing, you know? Oh, it's nuts. It's just funny. Yeah, it's, it's weird. And, and um, now one thing I did realize, I learned something with the mini mites yesterday, which I'm sure you know, but I didn't. I, I threw the mini mite out. I'd caught several fish on it, and, and they were 
it's hard to get the hook out. Mm-hmm. Um, they were just inhaling it. Um, I threw it out. Bobber went down. I missed the fish, and it it sat for a long time. And I'm like, what's going on? Because normally you'll wait. And you're, at first, I could see them with the polarized. I could yeah, see the fish yeah. coming up on yeah. it. Now I couldn't see there was kind of a ripple. Yeah. And I'm like, what's going on? So I wound it in, cast a few more times, nothing. Then I looked at the mini mite. And what happens is the tail, after a while, after a number of fish, starts to easily get pulled back. Yeah. So right. when I missed that fish, it pulled it back halfway. Sure. And now you don't have a proper working mini mite. Yeah, it didn't look natural or so whatever. You, yeah. So you got to slide it up. Yeah. Or get another mini mite that doesn't have the tail pulling off yeah. so easy. And generally, if you just slide it back up. The other thing, too, is with those is that you, you try to make the the mini mite horizontal. Right. To move the knot oh, on yeah. the mini mite horizontal instead oh, yeah. of vertical. Yeah, yeah, I always check that every time. Yeah. Yeah. But the problem is, you know, I was sliding the, yeah. the tail up, but once it, it gets a little war, it oh, just yeah. like with one little missed fish, it gets pulled back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, pink mini mite. Was you the killer the pink head with the white tail? No, nope, pink and pink. Oh, I gave. You, oh, I, that's right. I, pink I gave, and pink. I think I gave you some of those. And the only reason I used pink and pink, it was the first one on the rod closest to the wall, which I <laughs> you, walked up to, you know, and casually grabbed and walked yeah. out the door. You know, I'm gonna have a lot to, of thought went into. I'm gonna it. have to bring you some more. I think yeah, the, you might be getting low on them. I am getting low. <laughs> I'll have to bring some more next week. Hey, we got to go to a break, folks. Coming up next will be the gut report. Stay tuned, if you will, please. We are presented by the Coleman Insect Repellents. You are listening to Dan Bush, Tom Neubauer, and Greg Janik on the boards. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly! The Gut Report is brought to you by Vmart Cheesy Produce and Discount Liquor. Have you ever heard of chicken fried steak? I think we've all heard of chicken fried steak. And yeah. fried steak. Yeah. And basically, folks, you know, you take a piece of good steak, you pound it out so it's rather thin, and then you basically do the same thing like you do with fish. You put it in a little bit of flour. You know, you dredge it a little bit with flour. You put it in the egg and milk mixture, you know. And then you coat it with breadcrumbs, you know, like panko breadcrumbs or uh, cracker meal, and then just fry it. And when you're frying chicken fried steak, you only use like a couple tablespoons of oil. You don't you use a lot of oil, just a little bit of oil, and fry it in there. And it only takes, I, I swear, it only takes like a couple minutes aside, you know, because the steak is pretty thin. But it, it reminded me of like frying fish when you fr- make chicken fried steak. And I don't know why they, they should call it fish or, fried or, steak. Or, or, or it might remind <laughs> you of frying chicken. Yeah, exactly. Either one. Yeah. So anyway, give that a try. It works great. And you know what I want to try this year? Chicken fried venison. I've never had that. Now, so what, kind of, that. what kind of steak do you use, Tom? Whatever a decent cut, you know, that you... See, the thing is... It's got to be if, thin. Yeah, well, see, you pound it out. It, that tenderizes it? it a bit. Yeah, you pound, you got one of those mallets with the little knobs on it, and you pound it, you boom, 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 boom. You pound it so that it's about a eh, quarter of an inch to three, half an inch thick, about a half an inch thick. I'd That's say. wax half, paper. Half an inch. Yeah, pound it out, and uh, then do all the other stuff. But I'm going to try that with venison next year, because venison is very tender. It's very good. And it doesn't take long to cook. And you don't want it cooked all the way through, you know, like so well I'm done. Gonna, so I'm going to go home and pound it out and get that chicken fried steak yeah. ready to go. Chicken fried venison. Next Probably year I'm going to do that. Veal. 
veal, chicken fried veal. See, I get I get chicken tender. fried steak at the restaurant or chicken fr- yeah at the at the restaurants yeah. for breakfast mm-hmm. with the gravy. Yeah, and, and then with the eggs. Yeah. But and I didn't never knew what kind of meat they really used. Well, it's kind of like it, it could be a <laughs> it could be it, using could be mystery. A, it could be a they round could, steak or a flank steak. Flank steak. It could be just about any decent cut mystery of meat. Mystery meat. But when you pound it out, that's what dog, will cat, make it a little God nicer. knows, maybe raccoon. some ground yeah. ground raccoon yeah. and, or something. And as far as the gravy is it's concerned, gosh darn good though. Yeah. <laughs> and as far as the gravy is concerned, it's so. What simple. kind of gravy, Tom? You you. Fry some mushrooms and onions until they're nice and soft and translucent and all that with some butter. You add a little uh, half and half cream or regular, you know, okay. uh, cream. You put that in there and uh, that's a, the gravy a, mix. Yeah, and a little bit of uh, chicken stock, and you might have to take a little bit of cornstarch and water slurry mixed together and put it in to thicken it up. But I'll tell you, it's so easy to make the gravy for it. You, you know, know what I'm really going to do is. for the gravy, Tom? What are you going to do? I'm going to go to Pick and Save and go down the aisle where they got these <laughs> where it little says gravy. envelopes. This is gravy, <laughs> eighty nine cents, but seventy nine with my yeah, Pick and Save yeah. card. That's but, my. That's you gonna know be what? my gravy mix. You, you know what? That stuff is very good. If you ever get the the what what what's that uh, uh, biscuits and gravy? They got a biscuits and gravy mix. The gravy okay. mix. It's awesome. It's actually really really good. So anyway. The Gut Report was brought to you by V Marchese Produce. When quality counts, you can count on V Marchese Produce. Insist on the best. You can visit them at vmarchese.com and buy Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st in Oklahoma and Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly! So, so you, you gave a recipe what? about, uh, I want to say about a month, maybe two months ago, mm-hmm. for remoulade sauce. Yeah. And remoulade's delicious with any kind of seafood, seafood that you right. that you have. And uh, that is one thing that you cannot find in a store anywhere. No, you got to make that you from can, scratch. You cannot yeah. find remoulade in, at Pick and Save, Woodman's. Anywhere, yeah. Myers, you you name it, you cannot find it, and it's it's really, it's. And you know what's funny though? There are so many different ways to make a remoulade sauce. There 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 are different ingredients. You can make them different ways depending on what part of the country you come from. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why they don't do it. I don't know, but maybe if somebody ever came up with a good one that they could can package whatever, put in a jar and sell. There's a uh, the Louisiana hot sauce company, the sure. you know the blue and yellow label. Oh yeah, just. Louisiana hot sauce. Yeah, they do make a remoulade, but it's for it's not popular in this part of the yeah popular country. Probably down in Louisiana. Yeah, <laughs> well, down south. And, yeah, down south. It you is, know yeah. where you get a lot more uh, down south cooking, mm-hmm. Cajun Creole, mm-hmm. but it's not popular up here, so they don't sell it up here. Down mm-hmm. south, they have a lot more down south cooking. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Even I know he's, that he's a genius, eh? I know. <laughs> I love down south cooking. So can that's I give a recipe? That's where the biscuits and gravy yeah. came from. Yeah. Want to jump in on this? Yeah, yeah. Okay, jump in. All right. So here, if you want the s- simplest thing to make, guys, simple, like a guy like me, simple. Uh, you get your venison. Now, I get my venison burger ground pure venison. I like it lean and mean. I don't need right. any. Well, I give some to you oh, every yeah. year, Tom. And oh, yeah. You don't need I all that it. fat and stuff from the, you know, they put 10% beef or pork. And that's where they get you at the processors because they charge you mm-hmm. big bucks for that. So I just, I'm too cheap. But now just get the pure venison. And if you know how to cook it, just don't 
overcook it, right. it's fine. So what you do, though, it, it, it lends itself perfectly, the lean venison, to just thaw it out and take like a pound and put it in a big frying pan and just kind of, you know, chop it up and right. get it all spread out. Right. Put the cover on top and brown it. Mm-hmm. And you'll brown one side, then you'll take the cover off and maybe flip it and kind of mix mm-hmm. it up a little bit more. Take your spatula, get it all, you know, chop it all up so it's okay. Put the cover back on. And then once it's browned, do not drain it. Mm-hmm. Do not There's drain not it. There's not much to drain. No, do <laughs> not, hardly do not drain, drain it. it. <laughs> and the cheapest thing you go buy one of those cheap taco kits for $3.19 mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. $2.99. Mm-hmm. And you take the little packet of, yep. the, of the stuff. And as soon as it's brown, but there's still juice in there, like I said, don't drain it, mix that taco powder in there. And you get the tacos that they, all you got to do is like nuke them for like 30 seconds or whatever. Right. Yeah. And they're pliable. And I will eat a whole pound of venison tacos mm-hmm. once I start going. And the best ones, it's, uh, I forget who makes it, if it's Ortega or whatever, uh, they got this bold nacho shells. And it's and, and it's it, the shells are so good that late at night when I'm looking for munchies, I'll break into a taco kit and start eating them like Doritos. But those bold <laughs> nacho shells, and you just put that venison in there, oh. and and I don't even bother chopping onions and getting. If I'm really gonna go nuts, you get the cheese and you get the onions and tomatoes and lettuce. Yeah, you Ooh, will have some. some you will have some delicious tacos. I mean, they're great. You don't need any. Uh, you don't need any uh, other stuff. What's this stuff they put on uh, the white stuff and all that? Other sour cream and crap. You don't yeah, need any yeah, sour yeah, cream. Yeah. You don't need any taco sauce, nothing. Everything's that, those in Those venison there. tacos are great, and it's cheap and quick and easy. And it's nutritious for you, the venison is. And it's good yeah, for you. Yeah, now, those yeah. shells, a yeah. lot of calories in the shells. I was kind of looking at it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> but <laughs> they're good. Whether you do a, a hard shell or a... Soft flour shell or a hard or a soft corn shell, you're gonna get. That's where a lot of your calories gonna come. Penzi's has a phenomenal taco seasoning. Okay, I don't know if you go to Penzi's at Penzi's all. Penzi's spices, Pen- I Penzi's hear about. spices. They have uh, two. They have two flavors. They have original taco seasoning, and then they have a bold taco seasoning, which gives it more of a. They have a little more like cayenne pepper in there that gives it a little more of a kick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, They're yeah. bold taco seasoning. I like yeah. spicy things. Their bold yeah. taco seasoning is phenomenal. And where would you pick that up? Uh, there's a Penzies on, by Southridge. There's a Penzies, uh, I believe on Capitol. That's where their warehouse is. Capitol in, uh, 41. Oh, okay. There is also a Penzies in, on Blue Mound, just east of Calhoun. In the, uh, strip mall that has, uh, the big strip mall that has. Right. Buffalo Wild Wings and... So the taco seasoning. The bold taco seasoning. Bold taco seasoning with mm-hmm. the venison. Yep. Well, it's kind of like Can't the one it. that you buy. The Ortega bold one, right? Well, well you said those are like the shells. Those yeah. are the shells. Oh, 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 try the bold shells with the bold pensies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. But my problem is I can't just eat one taco. There's like 10 shells in a kit. I will have a pound of venison burger. I will go through the entire thing... <laughs> And then you got to go for a run. And then the rest of the <laughs> shells that are left, I'm still munching on those. Or another thing you can do, just take the shells, break them up, throw them in with some lettuce, put it in. You can make a taco salad sure. as well, which mm-hmm. is great. I've but done you don't that. need any more venison. Well, you, you got to do one or the other. Well, you either got to do the uh, tacos that day or the taco salad. Yeah. But I, I'm bummed that I didn't shoot more deer because, Tom, I'm 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 screwed. 
I'm running out of Edison burger. Well, you, I used up all the stuff you gave me. Can't I mean, have any back. I used it up already. Yeah, also, you can get some salsa and just <laughs> dip the shells in some salsa. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. yeah. I take the, the, the sauce from the kit. Mm-hmm. I start putting that on chips mm-hmm. and stuff. Or a big thing now is uh, pico de gallo. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where do you get good pico de gallo other than getting it at a restaurant? Uh, you could get some, your local pick and save or grocery store. Normally in the, by the deli section, we'll have pre-made containers of uh, pico de gallo, whether it be by the deli or in the the vegetable section, the in the cold area. Yep. They'll have pico de gallo or that's pretty much you know you this show make... we love talking about food don't we we must all be hungry this well, you morning got Greg, he's, he's <laughs> got a lot of he's good all tips fi- yeah too. he's all fired up on this stuff do you cook for yeah. your wife at home then i do you... and tom he's you a, cook I as cook. well yep yep what happened with this world where the guys are cooking the guys and the... guys are cooking <laughs> we got to keep our wives happy you know back in the old days you know <laughs> The guy, the guy said, "Get in the kitchen and cook for me." Smacked the kid around, sent him to military school, and uh, things were totally different. <laughs> See, my my well, wife has she works late hours, son, on a couple days, so I'll make dinner for her those days, and then days when I'm working late, she'll return the favor. Well, that's nice. Well, I think more guys. <clears throat> correct me if I'm wrong on this one. Could be. I think more guys probably cook because. There's more guys that are staying single longer, so they have to go into the bachelorhood. I'm talking past the college macaroni and cheese in the dorm phase uh-huh. and uh, chicken franks at 2 in the morning. Um, they, 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 they go into the early 20s, and unless you, you're spending a fortune on fast food, you're, you know, you're going to eventually start to cook for yourself. And maybe Cook that's at home to save money yeah. and yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, listen, I think, you know, I think oh. the other thing is that men also enjoy eating and they like a specific taste and they want to cook it their own way so they can get that taste. And if you have your wife cook something, she might not it, do it right. She might not do it right. <laughs> hey, we gotta do the horn schwaggle. That's coming up. We need a contestant for the horn schwaggle. Holy you cow, will, at 6.49? Yeah. You we went will, four minutes past our time. Yeah. We, you will win a Hawk wonderful prize package from bait Coleman, mate, Coleman, insect, yep. Coleman insect Repellents and Bait Mate Fish Attractants. All you got to do is answer two out of three questions correctly on the out of doors that Danny's going to give you, and you will win a wonderful prize package. And uh, so we'll be, we need a contestant, 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. Play the horn schwaggle. We'll be right back with more on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors presented by Coleman Insect Repellent. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, coming to you live from the Bait Mate Fish Attractant Studios. We are presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. And right now, we have a lucky <clears throat> corn testant who can win some of that Coleman Insect Repellents, uh, hopefully with the D to, to keep that, uh, how do you pronounce that one? Tick a tick again. That possum tick. The POW. That you can die from. Powison. 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 All right. Powison. Who, who do Powison. we have Powison. on the line? 
Who do we yeah, got? Tim. Okay, wait a minute. Who is this? Tim. Tim. Hi, Tim. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? We're doing good, man. Okay, so you can win that and some bait mate fish attractants. So uh, let's get started here. The, the the subject of the day is bass. And uh, you can bet your bass you can win something here if you get this correct. So first one, largemouth bass and smallmouth bass, both popular uh, game game fish species, but... Uh, as a general rule of thumb, largemouth bass fight harder than smallmouth bass. I'm going to say that is a hornswoggle. That is correct. Smallies fight pound for pound way better. Okay, we're going to move down south to the Amazon, to the South American bush now. Peacock bass. Peacock bass uh, were first noted and discovered in 1845 by Mr. Lewis Peacock. I'm gonna call that a uh, hornswoggle. Yes, that's hornswoggle. I think the peacock bass got its name from the bright coloration, the colors, the yeah, colors yeah. not by Lewis Peacock. Blesses, but he was one hell of an explorer, and uh, he apparently he died of a tick bite. I heard though, in 1870. Okay, and yeah, you're good. For, you're two for three, Tim. So I'll give All you a th- right. give you a third one. Uh, just to see if you'd be three for three. Rock bass. Rock bass can easily be identified by their yellow eyes. Uh, I'm going to say hornswoggle. Another hornswoggle. They got the reddish eyes. Yeah. Very good. All right, Tim. Uh, let All me, right, Tim. Uh, let me ask you now, uh, for your repellent, do you want something with DEET or without? We're going to go with. With. Do you want like a 25-40 or 100% blend? Or mix. Uh, let's go in the middle. We'll go 40. 40%. I believe they make that. I don't have my notes. I didn't forgot my cheat notes at 4 in the morning. Uh, uh, let's talk the bait mate fish attractant. Uh, I know they've got the game fish, garlic, uh, walleye, um, catfish, pan, catfish, catfish. panfish. Um, they've got the bait stick, which is like the, um, it's, it's like a lipstick type, well, a lip, lip balm, balm type thing yeah. that you kind of put it on your crankbaits. Any preference? Uh, how about the Crooked Lake version? The Crooked Lake version. <laughs> and what would the Crooked Lake... Oh, okay. What do you fish for in Crooked Lake? Uh, we have bass, and we have panfish, and we have northern. Bass, panfish, and northern. I'd okay. go with the garlic and salt, I think. That sounds good. Tom. All right. We'll get you something yeah. with some garlic. You can't go wrong with garlic. So. You betcha. Either that or on your pizza, too. So, <laughs> Okay. Sounds good, Tim. We'll get this to the... I'll, I'll get this out to... To my gal Molly out there at the Bait Mate Fish Attractant uh, uh, lab Laboratories, and she'll get this to you. All right. Thanks a lot. Guys. All right. Take care. Thanks, thanks for thanks calling, for Tim. You betcha. Now, Danny, did you have a message for last week's winner? Did I have a message for last week's winner? Did Did you get a card? Uh, was that from somebody else? I thought it was from last week's winner. <clears throat> you mean this? Yeah. What was that from? Oh. Well, th- no, this was a call I was going to oh. we were going to make, yeah. Oh, okay. But I do oh, have a message from... for last week's winner. Yeah. The rain in Spain falls mainly <laughs> on the plane. Well, after the 7 o'clock update with Greg, the sports update, I got a little topic to bring up about, Danny, I know you love this, about launches. But it doesn't have anything to do with the North Lake launch or anything like that, okay? it's got It's something else. Um, so. Also, that also we might have some fishing reports. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother Tim might share some Winnie County Bridge reports. We might talk a little turkey hunting. Yeah. Uh, Sean Gillis, 
uh, talk to him. We uh, might give him a call and talk some coho this morning. Sounds like a great idea. So we'll be right back with more on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Stay tuned for the second hour of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoor. Now here's Greg. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 